listeners. Hello again. Hello. This Hello. Is- <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm Doug. And I don't even have a joke today because usually mm. all my jokes are sexual. And, and today we're talking about sex. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's talk about sex, baby. <laughs> Doug, can you let's or- talk about you and me. Can you or- let's yeah. talk about all the good things. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, so I do want to throw out a quick disclaimer because we are talking about sexy fun things. And first and foremost... Parents, if you, parents of Doug and Maddie, if you are still listening. Yeah, I was actually going to say that same thing. Yeah, Yeah. stop now. Please don't. Um, Please, like, thank you for your continued support of your children. Uh, This episode is not for you. That's true. Not that we will be talking about, like, the physicalities of sex so much. I mean, look, guys, you guys don't want to think about your kids having sex, so just stop listening. Right. Like, we're, it's not really about... That that's not what we're going into, unless it is lesbian sex. Because Doug needs to know this; he's now officially a thirty-year-old lesbian. We've talked about lesbian sex enough that I don't believe you know what it is. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> so I just want to make sure that everybody knows that we're talking about sex. So Doug, we're talking mm-hmm. about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just content warning: uh, if sexual stuff makes you uncomfortable, I you might be a new listener to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but just this this episode isn't probably for you. I right. recommend check out our um, episode, Attack of the Bird Scooters. Disney. Um, I don't think we do anything in there. Yeah. Probably. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, in, in all honesty, listeners, we recorded that episode so many times. That's true. Um, but the big thing here is like... I like sex. You like sex. We oh, all, I'm a big fan. Yeah, we yeah. all enjoy it very much. But my question, my quest for the episode, this is what I want to know. This is what we're going to get to the bottom of. Mm-hmm. What is it? Like, what is it for? What is sex for? What's What are its things? Like, what makes it tick? Why do we do it? What does it say? Oh, boy. That's, is that a question we're going to endeavor to answer throughout the entire episode? I think so. Okay. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but we probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big question. Uh, because you can't just say, oh, sex is for having babies, because it's not. Not the way I do it. Yeah, no, I I, I think that, you know, sex is for a lot of things, and it, it depends on why you're doing it. And, like, some things are very healthy, positive reasons for sex other things are not so positive right uh you know like if you're having sex because you haven't talked to your dad in 10 years (laughs) that's just the first thing i could think of it's time time to talk to your dad yeah go to the free clinic um no shame in that everyone should get tested that's true so that's that's kind of where we're gonna start we're gonna talk about how sex has changed over the years the language around sex is different it's not as taboo as it used to be no no actually okay so even in the last like 20 years yeah it's become so much less taboo yeah like i remember it being this thing that like made me very uncomfortable because it can be really good and you can enjoy it, but it's also so terrible. And you're never supposed to touch anyone ever. Yeah. It's a weird dichotomy to have. Well, and so I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. Uh, and then I listen to a lot of podcasts on the history of entertainment. Okay. And uh, I was just listening to one the other day. I cannot for the life of me remember which one it was. But they were talking about, you know, how even you know Lucy and Ricky and I Love Lucy were not in the same bed. Uh, and... Even when it came to, oh, this was what it was. Um, it was actually, guys, uh, listeners, it was Our Queer Story mm-hmm. was the podcast. Wonderful podcast. Check it out. Love them. Listen to ours first. Um, but uh, they were talking about the history of lube. Mm. And in the 90s, like, it was just so, and even really, it's still kind of lingering today. It was so taboo to want to go buy lube and want to buy anything for sex because even though everybody's doing it and everybody's having fun and even at a sex shop like yeah. these people are not going to care like it still felt taboo yeah it sort of felt like there's a thing around sex things mm-hmm. like if you and i and i want to get into this too like if you use something else like let's say that just 
isn't your body. You just use something else Mm -hmm. that you have purchased for the purpose of using in consensual sex. Like, does that make you bad at sex? Is that what people were thinking before? Uh, I think that just uh, you're not supposed to acknowledge sex, you know. But also, yeah, a lot of people uh, when it came to lube, uh, especially... Let's just talk uh, in a heteronormative way for a second. Okay. When straight men, like cishet men, would buy lube or, like, be confronted with buying lube, they would think, oh, well, I'm supposed to just get her wet on my own. Yeah. Like, you just have some supernatural penis. Uh, <laughs> like, it, it's not a review of you that you can't just have, like, fucking SeaWorld down there. Right. It can't be buckets. Yeah, because uh, that's true. And then it, it took forever for people to even pay attention to women's anatomy and mm-hmm. what our sexual life is like so there was and still kind of is a lot of taboo when it comes to to lube and sex toys in my mind because it Mm -hmm. is like on one hand is people who are are not caring about whether or not you're having sex it's oh well i should be good enough or oh blah 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 uh or why do they need the toys because toys are fun toys are a good fun part of sex uh and then there's the other side where people are like you buy that for sex (laughs) And I feel like there's but when people say that though, I feel like there's like something in the back of in the back of that that's like I want to do what you're doing, yeah. But I don't have the balls to do what you're doing. I think uh, there's yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fear that surrounds that, and then sometimes it's not even that thought consciously, but it's yeah. like oh, I'm not supposed to like that, you know? It's yeah. uh, So I, I'm very afraid to be around it or near it, right? Uh, which is an interesting thing because it has made the experience of going to buy sex toys very interesting. Oh my god. Actually, I, I love... Okay. Uh, we don't really have great sex shops in Kansas City. We do not, no. So, uh, there's, I won't say their name. I almost did. It was probably <laughs> rude to just call them out. But there's a, a, a franchise locally here that's just not great. But yeah. there, I've been to sex shops... That have just been wonderful, where the staff is just super open and sex positive, and it's like, yeah, what are you looking to do? Like, how do you want it to feel? What it, what issues are you trying to overcome? Yeah, and that is so nice. Like, it's like the Apple Store of sex. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because that's, that's what I want. Because I have been to this local branch, like you said, and I've mm-hmm. had like one person be like really cool, but she wasn't like helpful. Like, what do you want it to feel like? I just kind of described like vaguely what I was looking for. And she was like, let me tell you. And then she gave me this thing. I was like, this is the best thing. It'll rock your world. Mm -hmm. But we didn't get to like have a conversation about it. I will say as far as gay sex shops goes, there's one in Kansas City that is great. Uh, And it's actually in the back of a video store. (laughs) You have to buzz in to get in. I'm not even joking. Okay. Uh, it, but they are so, like, when I really started having sex, like, a lot after I came out, mm-hmm. um, I went there and I was like, I know nothing. Like, <laughs> Please help. Like, I know about lube and I know about certain toys, but I don't really know a lot in this context. And they were all about it. Like, they were super helpful and super nice. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's, like, about education yeah well and I, I don't know like i think uh and experimentation you, yeah you need those people in your life in in your sex shops yeah. that are just not only going to be like it doesn't matter but cheer you on and be like hell yeah try yeah. it out okay well it's the same thing like when you go to a restaurant or you go to like a coffee shop or something and you say like you want whoever is there working in whatever industry you're at you want them to be knowledgeable about what products they have and what is what you are looking for like Mm -hmm. if i describe a situation they've got to be like okay i got you i have some options for you and if you're looking to buy poppers ask for vhs cleaner (laughs) they can't sell it to you if you say poppers gentlemen i don't know what that means but okay it's because you're not a gay man as much as you dress like one Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of along the lines of sex positivity, I don't know if you were you had it down for us to talk about that at any point. 
Well, that's what I mean by, like, the language is changing. Like, yeah. most things are sex positive. Like, you can talk about anal on the street and you're cool. Yeah. Well, and I think that you should be able to talk to your friends and loved ones, not maybe, like, your grandparents or something. Or your parents. Or your you parents. should have stopped listening by now, yeah, please. Yeah, please. I've said poppers already. It's <laughs> it's done. And, like, please tell me you're not listening. <laughs> but I, I think that it's great that... I feel like at least like millennials and Gen Z have gotten to a point where they're very comfortable talking about things that turn them on, what they yeah. like, what they don't, and not just with their significant other, but with their friends. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's kind of funny because I don't know, like I consider myself to be super duper sex positive. Yes, I think you are. And there's probably a small number of people that I actually feel comfortable talking in depth about my sex life, mm-hmm. but I am... Like, super, like, 100% down to listen about anybody's sex life. But then if they, like, start asking me questions about mine, I'm like, uh, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) What is it again? (laughs) And, like, I don't know. Like, I think that that might be partly, you know, still that Southern Baptist shame that I grew up with. Yeah. Or, like, the fact that, you know, I was well into my 20s before I came out, so my real sexual desires caused me a lot of shame. Mm. Um, or maybe I'm just afraid that I'm way freakier than most of the people I talk to. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. I'm pretty freaky. Pretty. <laughs> I mean. You I'm, say that yeah. you say this now, but. Yeah. Well, and, like, I'm. Uh, I have the potential to be freaky. It's not. It's not all, yes. always. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but that's that's the interesting thing too about it being, it's it's more open in the world. I would say that more people are able to talk about it with their friends than before. And like, mom, you shouldn't be listening by now, but I am mostly able to talk about some things like vaguely with my mom. Um, she actually bought me lingerie once. Oh, that's sweet. So that felt super cool because we had this great conversation where she used to feel shame. So she never got like lingerie or things that like would make her feel really sexy when she was my age. Mm -hmm. So I told her, I was like, I want this thing specifically, but I need you to come with me to buy it because I don't know. I just, I've never bought one before. Like I want, I want to do it, but I, I I need you there to make me feel more confident buying whatever it was that I wanted. And she told me, she was like, you are like the hottest that you're ever going to be and you feel hot. You should feel sexy. You should do these things. Like, and that made me feel really good about it. She doesn't know. You could be hotter later. That's true. Could it could be. happen. We have no way of knowing. My mom's still hot, so. Um, some people would just get hotter as they get older. <laughs> Yeah, but if I keep, if I'm at a, I'm a 10 out of 10, what happens if I just keep going up? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, we've never gone there. Uh, but no, and I honestly, like, I think that's really cool. Like, parents should be open about sex with their kids, even though it feels gross. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear about anything that... I don't want to hear about their sex no, life. But no, But I can tell you that my mom was healthily open about her sex life with me. Yeah. Um, always like not, not in a gross way though. There was one time. So my dad was deployed, Mm -hmm. uh, and it'd been a few months and like, I was just talking with her and I was in, I was like 17 and, uh, I was like, no, she was like, uh, you know, I really miss your dad. And I was like, yeah, me too. And she goes, I miss the sex. And I was like, oh, well not me. (laughs) 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 That's really funny though. But that can actually bring us into a good, like, segue from here, though, because the language is changing to one that is about experimentation, about education. People have realized that in order for people to be healthy, we have to actually talk about sex. Mm -hmm. Hence this podcast. We're here for your health. Yeah, we're here. Get a doctor's note. Stay home from work. Just listen to our podcast. We're basically like that old lady that used to talk about sex on that late night show. Yes. Do you remember that at all? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to pull it up. What is that name? Talk sex with Sue Johansson. Look at this lady. She, this is like what she looked like on the show. Oh my God. This is, yeah. Look, this is her talking about, I assume, how to insert a dildo. She's just like this octogenarian lady who late at night uh, would just, in a very grandma way, talk very explicitly about sex. 
Good for her. Yeah, it I was like amazing. How, I like how badass that is because she's kind of like, fuck you, let's talk about it. Which and which was the thing that we needed. It was, you have to be able to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, my God. These pictures are great. Uh, <laughs> oh and, God. I mean, what's good about having an 80-year-old lady do this is uh, it's definitely, like, not going to turn on, like, 95% of the population. That's true. Like, it's not weird. Like, we talk about sex and it gets weird because now you're talking about is it, sex. Because then it's, like, inherently sexual. Right. And that doesn't have to be the case sometimes. But a crazy thing is now that there's much more sex education out in the world, um, there is also more, like, there's other factors that go into this. But I have read over several articles that millennials are having sex less. Have you heard this? Huh. No, I'm sorry. I'm really distracted by the fact that Sue's not wearing a bra on any of this. Why would she wear a bra? She's 80 years old. I guess if I were a woman, you know, definitely would have stopped somewhere before 80. Okay. I'm not wearing a bra now and I'm 22. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, was, it was just distracting. What was your question? That was another, that's another thing that my mom yells at me for. She says, you have to wear a bra. Otherwise, your, your tits are going to fall to the floor by the time you're 30. Okay. I don't know if that's right. I don't think it is. I'm not wearing a bra. I don't, yeah, I don't think that that's, I don't think that, can, is there any, like, OBGYN that can comment on that? Would they know? I, I would do they mean, know about boobs? Well, I mean, gravity is a thing that is real, but also I do not have very big boobs and mistaken. Okay, I don't have anything that holds my nose up, and it's probably not going <laughs> to droop down. Not the same weight, but good try. It depends on the boob. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what was your question? My, I, was, I said, have you heard about how millennials are having less sex? No. Okay, so let me explain you for a second. Put all your sex toys away, Doug, for a moment. Let me oh, learn you. Hold on. <laughs> Just... Okay, did it. Shut the drawer. Okay, so the Atlantic... We have sound effects in this show. Download an app. So the Atlantic did a pretty good article about this exact thing, and I've read a couple of studies for it, but those are rather dry, so this is kind of nice. Um, and it hasn't fallen, like, crazy percentage-wise. Um, so it looks like from a general survey from the 1990s to the to, to 2014, um, what people found was the average adult was having went from having sex 62 times a year to 54 times a year. So that's, Damn! Yeah, so that goes from more than once a week to... To still more than once a week. To... Close Technically, to, to close to getting Technically, down to, two weeks were real good. <laughs> to close to getting down like once a week, and I feel like once a week is good. I feel like once a week is good as well. So it is an interesting thing, but but if you think about it, our lives are different from what baby boom, baby boomers' lives. Like yeah, you and I are thinking so easy. easy. You could yeah. just have sex whenever you want, and you weren't stressed. Yeah, there was no stress. We're, I mean, they had Vietnam, I guess, but we're stressed all it's not the time. The same. No, <laughs> um, but but it's true. There was like a like the structure of society was more conservative, so that meant there was like more specific times where like you and your spouse were home before, and people paired up a lot sooner in life too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like you and I sitting here thinking like once a week is good. It's because we work fifty eight jobs. Well, I wonder if too. Uh, like you say, people paired up a lot earlier. If yeah. it was more like monogamous marriage, like they're married a lot sooner, and so they're, they're yeah. having their you know twice a week sex. I don't. Know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we do. We work a lot. I'm always working. You know, yeah. I have my forty hour week job. I have a side business. I have this podcast. I'm gearing up for a second podcast. You know, right. uh, that's four jobs. Yeah, that's four jerks. That's four jerbs. Jerbs. Um, including school, I have about four jobs as well in this and like everything. Yeah. So it's like. When are we supposed to? Like. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm not sexual more than once a week. That's like, true. I would say that I would like, with like with my partner, I would I we can like get into like a sexual space, but it's more just like, do we have the time and are we both in the same place because of our schedule? Well, I think what's interesting is like, what are we calling sex? That's true too. You know, it's Bill Clinton line. When it goes in the ear. Uh, define, define the word sex. <laughs> uh, but I like, because if we're talking penetrative sex, 
Not a lot, honestly. Right. You know, it that takes a lot of prep work. It takes, you know, it takes time. Yeah. Uh, but as far as like sexual acts with my partner, mm-hmm. a couple times a week. You think? Probably. Okay. I, it, a minimum of one time a week for sure. Yeah. And see, there, there have been periods of times, periods of my life where it's been like up and down. Like I would have like more sexual experiences a week, but like they would be, it would be less penetrative. It would be like other things. And then now it could be like switching the other side. Like I have sex less, but it's, but it's penetrative. Like I don't like it's cause you're right. I mean, even, even when you're like young and 22 and a girl whose body really wants to have a baby, (laughs) it still takes prep work. Well, and, uh, I don't know. Like I do feel like, my libido is a lot lower than it was, say, uh, two years ago even. Yeah. Uh, I could have sex every day if mm-hmm. if it was an option mm-hmm. um, back then. Like, and there were several weeks where that, that happened, I'm sure. Nice. I actually know uh, for, <laughs> for certain. Um, I don't know how I never got an STD, <laughs> uh, just to be honest with you. But... <laughs> Now that's exhausting, uh, yeah. and I have a lot less sex, but I'm also very content with the amount of sex that I have. Okay, so that brings me to my second point. Because thinking about this, I was like, "What a what a what about switching from sex to intimacy?" Because half the time, what we want out of sex is an intimate experience with somebody else and it's less about like i'm fucking for fucking that's interesting um because i think uh, it's so hard for me because i love the act of sex for the act of sex uh i like giving pleasure i like having that pleasure i like the eroticness of it the er eroticity uh, <laughs> that's a word it's definitely a word shakespeare made up 3000 uh but i also have noticed on the other hand you know that bobby and i yeah. have become very intimate in a lot of just relational non-sexual ways and yeah. i think that that lends itself to me being more satisfied with our sex life yeah so yeah i feel like that's very true and like for me as well like it's just like, can you reach satisfaction, I suppose, from things that are intimate, but not necessarily sex, sex? Yeah, 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 definitely. But according to this article, people are even less, like, millennials aren't even kissing as much as they used to. Which this, let's talk about Maddie's hoeness for a moment. Please. I've, I've kissed everyone. I've kissed all people who have ever lived. If you're listening to She's this. She's not kissed me and that's okay. <laughs> kiss everyone but Doug (laughs) like I love kissing and this bothers me actually a lot why aren't we kissing anymore I don't kissing is great uh it is so much fun and like the worst you're gonna get from it is a cold sore yeah uh so why aren't we doing it that's what I'm saying I I love it I love kissing I've had yet terrible terrible people like try and make out with me really badly and I would still, like, go out and do it again. I will tell you, that is something I wish that Bobby and I did more, was just, like, make out. Yeah. Like, and just that, and it's, like, self-enclosing. Like, I love making out. Yeah. Uh, I think, like, maybe part of the problem is that it puts a lot of pressure that it's going to go somewhere, because make out is almost always, like, foreplay. Right. Uh, but it's pretend it's high school. Like. Yeah, sometimes it's nice it's, to make out for, like, three minutes. Yeah, let's go to our parents, make out <laughs> on their couch when they're not home. Yes. Uh, I assume that we're not sharing parents. We're not siblings in this scenario. Oh, God. Uh, uh, you, really, you really walked down a path here. Oh, man. So it's time then. Uh, oh, God. It's Florida Man alert. Oh, my God. Oh, we found another one. It's Oh, it's Florida Man. Oh, how long will I make this go, you're asking? It's probably enough. That's our one fucking sound effect that we have. And I play it on YouTube on my phone. Uh... <laughs> So this Florida man is brought to you from Florida. the past, okay. from the year 2019. Yeah, so, that's so long ago. So long ago. Oh, uh, back in October. 
Yeah, first, did you read the headline? No, I didn't. Oh, thank God, because I want your just reaction. Okay. I'm so sorry about this one, everybody. So, first of all, new listeners, this is a surprise segment that I do, and it surprises everyone, including Maddie. Yes, and I hate it. Which is the fuel that will continue it (laughs) as long as this podcast goes. Uh, Where if there is a Florida Man article... That is related to our topic at hand. Oh, even just slightly. It, yeah, if I can make a connection at all. Uh, there is definitely a Google alert on my phone for Florida Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I do it. And since this topic is sex, mm-hmm. I apologize for everything that's about to happen. Uh, here's the headline. Florida man arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting stuffed Olaf at Target. Jesus Christ. Um, you know what? He's getting his name called out on this, uh, if I can say it. Christopher Meter Penelas is accused. No, that sounds right. That sounds right. That sounds yeah. like the guy who would do this. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. But look at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah you, right. you guys can't see him, but whatever you're picturing is correct. Oh, you can just Google the headline. Yeah, or that. Uh, the first line in this is... This was X-rated behavior. Yes, yes. Excellent reporting, Fox News. This is a Fox News article. I can't, I can't. Everything about this is making me upset. Uh, A Florida man was arrested for allegedly sexually assaulting an Olaf stuffed doll of the wildly popular PG-rated Disney movie Frozen. Mm -hmm. Not in this context. Nope. Uh, But in Walmart. In a Target. Oh, fuck. Uh, Oh, they're just calling him Cody Meter. Instead of Christopher Meter. What's his name? I don't know. Okay, well, this dude. Does it matter? Uh, he tried who, to fuck Olaf. Age 20. Uh-huh. Is accused of placing the popular snowman on the floor and dry humping it until he ejaculated. Mm-hmm. Was he on drugs or was this just like, he's like, I gotta get it out now. And this is soft. You know, he's just like, I got to. I have to. I just... Love Frozen. Where's Elsa? Give me Elsa. Oh, there's no, oh, there's Elsa. no Elsa. Actually, fine. Olaf is my favorite. Actually, Anyways, give me. I'm just turned on by the fact that Elsa made this. What's snowman. What's really crazy is the physicality of this. He didn't just take the Olaf yeah. and like fleshlight it. You know, yeah. he put it on the, the floor, floor and was doing the yeah. He, so it, like in that, like missionary with means, Olaf, which means right? But he was said, but he was dry humping it. So did he ever take? His clothes off? I don't know, but he came. Everywhere. And so that's not all. Oh God. No, Doug. After after Olaf. Oh no. He just still had some some left <laughs> And went, Who is this guy? Why is this guy? He went and found a stuffed unicorn. Nope. That he dry humped before the cops arrived. But did he come again? That's the question. Uh, Maybe. I want to know his recharge time. I I don't know. It's, it doesn't say. So apparently not that quick. Uh, cops say he admitted. This is bad writing, Fox News. Cops say he admitted his dirty deeds to cops. Great sentence. It's almost like it's, you only need cops in there once. It's fitting for what this article is. Oh, yeah. But saying that he did, quote, stupid stuff on the Olaf. <laughs> on the Olaf. To Olaf in front of other Olafs, I assume. (laughs) That was that's really what got him is doing it in front of the other Olafs. He was like, "Watch me with your brother." Um, Florida's an insane place. (laughs) Okay, I'm almost done. This is the last line. There's more. There's the last line that really is just the bow on top of all this. Uh, Cops charged Meter with criminal mischief Mm -hmm. and said the stuffed animals had to be destroyed. I mean, no shit. Like incinerated. Like, <laughs> just, can you imagine if they weren't destroyed, just put back on the shelves at Target? Well, but like, what do they mean like destroyed? Because like, I would just, I would just have assumed that they threw it away. I just, so here's what I think is but it's not like, oh, legally these are contaminated. They're like, ah, oh, we got to burn it. Yeah. We no. just got to burn this. I like that. Yeah. I like all the help. I'm sure the cops and now collectively all of humanity is like burn it. God, it's it got to be terrible to be a cop in Florida. So do you want to know the article that I was going to use? Yes. Uh, but it it was just basically all explained in the headline. Um, 
was another Florida man throws dildo on field during football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, yeah, that's what he did. But what really got me is another. <laughs> like Another Florida man. He did it again. Another one did it. We got the like, first one and now there's a copycat. Somebody, somebody else is doing this thing. <laughs> they have independently decided to do this. Why? Oh, God. Just, if anybody's listening from Florida... I'm sorry. Do you want to be on our podcast? Yeah. Do you want to be on our podcast? Uh, there are two ways. One, uh, as a guest on the podcast, or two, do something outrageous and have a news article written about you. <laughs> call to action. Hashtag <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This is the branch call to action. If you live in Florida, do something crazy for us, please. Yeah. Throw a dildo at a cop. Let's see how that goes. Oh my God. That's for anybody anywhere. Okay. Hashtag throw dildos at cops. Yeah, we'll put a Google alert up for that. Yeah, just anybody that wants to throw a dildo at a cop, if you get it on video, we will put it on our YouTube channel. We have a really wholesome podcast. Uh, You know, like we said last time, every one of these is marked explicit on Apple. That, there's a reason. Okay, so let's get back to talking about sex that happens in the rest of the country, but not, you know, obviously in Florida. Um, Oh, it's like the rest of the country, but not here? No, no, no. Okay. Because uh, we have sex here. I don't know what happens in Florida. They have sex with Olaf. <laughs> He's a very I'm fuckable sure, snowman. I'm sure everybody does it. Hey, what do you think is the most fuckable snowman? It's got to be Frosty, are there, right? Are there more? Is there more than just Frosty? So there's Frosty. There's Olaf. <gasps> no, uh, there's my, the yo, Michael Keaton Jack Frost. Where, Jack Frost. Yeah. Jack Frost. Oh, he is the most fuckable. Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. He is a like, literally he's a snow daddy. Every in every iteration of Jack of Jack Frost that I'm thinking of in my head. Are you, yeah, have you is, seen Rise of the Guardians? Yes. Oh, that's that, the main one. Okay, he's not a snowman, but yes, we would all fuck him. Yes. Uh, but honestly, even the weird stop motion one from like the Rudolph oh, series. Yeah, yeah, he that. was cute. I would fuck that Jack. Yeah, Jack Frost too. But definitely, as far as snowmen goes, there's actually two Jack Frost snowmen movies. Okay. One with Michael Keaton as a dad who died yes. and then came back as a snowman. Yes. Problematic in every way. Yes. Uh, I'd fuck that one. Okay. And then there was one where a serial killer died and came back as a snowman. I would uh, not. And yeah, I'd go for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I just got to know. I got to know. He seems like he is kinky. Yes. I mean, it will be cold no matter what. It'll be cool sex. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, that, that's a that's a no for me. <laughs> cold and sex is not great. No, cold and sex is good. It's, no. Because it, it's no. sensational. You no, I hate... It wisely. No, I tried the whole ice cube thing and, you yeah. know, trying to be all sensual about it. I do not like to be cold. <laughs> the whole time, I'm just like, please get it off of me. <laughs> no, just... I don't like it. <laughs> there you go. Doug is not as freaky as he said. I just because I don't like ice cubes on my nipples doesn't mean I'm not freaky. Can that be? No, that's exactly that, what that means. God, we have to keep a list of quotes for our merch. Like that, just because I don't like that ice cubes on my nipples. That would be a great shirt, though, because then we just put ice cubes like <laughs> on the nipple. Be great. Um, oh jeez. So this is just turning into a sexy train wreck. Ooh. Um, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So it's like a train wreck, but you don't want to stop watching, right? <laughs> you know, like what's her name? Who does the the late night sex talks? Uh, Sue Sue Johansson. Yes, I want to believe she's related to Scarlett Johansson. Probably, her, they have the her same grandma. sex appeal. I think. You don't think that Scarlett Johansson has sex appeal? I do think she has sex appeal. Oh, you think Sue... You also would yes. smash Sue. Yes. She knows what she's doing. Yes, she does. That... Okay, yeah. listen to me. Tell me you wouldn't. Tell me you wouldn't. Tell me somebody who knows everything like that there is to know about sex and well enough to teach it. You're not going to smash? Uh, I mean, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got a point. I don't care if it's an 80-year-old lady and I'm not attracted to ladies <laughs> at all. Uh, it would probably be the best sex of my life. Yeah. And she's, and she's like, like if she was like, hey, like I want you, I would be like, yes, right now. I mean, God, yeah. I like, in can front I, of every old like, one. and I, I always try to like, I don't know, perform in the bedroom <laughs> very well. Like yes. you know, I, I want to give a lot of pleasure, but I would be like, can I just like pillow princess it and just lay down and have you show me things? Like that would be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. 
I mean, it's all sort of like an interesting thing, right? Because we're at a, this place in society where we're making this podcast right now and people will listen to it and it's not that weird. We're just talking about sex things and some dude in Florida fucking an Olaf as oh. best as he could. It's, and- I regret, I regret that. <laughs> Because no, it just makes it me it just makes me feel gross now. <laughs> oh yeah, you guys you guys can't see it because this is not a visual medium. Sometimes we really need to have a video, but it's just me with my head on the table, just upset. Every Florida man actually. Yeah, that's true. I, that's what that's what I love about it. <laughs> just makes me physically <laughs> angry. It makes for good radio. Yes. Um and we're like we're doing it, like we're talking about it because I wanna say that this is one of the things that makes Sex is it's very much an act of communication, both doing it and in between however many parties there are during the sexual experience, but also after the fact, we talk about sex as a way to like communicate and like have common ground with other people. Yeah. Which is kind of a a crazy thing considering it was so taboo for so long. Yeah. and And still, apparently we're having less sex now. I just, I just don't understand. Uh, also, I mean, 54 times a year is great. I also know people who went like over a year without sex. Yeah. And I think I die. I've done it. Ugh. No. <laughs> like, yeah, it wasn't fun. Since I started having sex at age. Um, yeah. I, the longest I went. Honestly, was when I was married. Uh, it would be like a month to six weeks between sex, and that was too long. Yeah, I just love sex. I love it. I want to have it as often as possible. But now it really is uh, once a week, and I, I'm satisfied. Yeah, see, there so is some like... self love that happens in between there. Yes, and that was the other thing too, where like the I don't think that masturbation has really changed, like. I don't know that we could say that the collective libido of all millennials has gone down, although maybe it has because of the stress and the 52 jobs that we all work. I think it's the access to Pornhub. And, but, Thanks, and Pornhub. People, and people want to say, like, the access to Pornhub, but I... Taking I, the stress off of relationships. Which I both do and One do not understand. Because, like, like I said, to me, sex is, like, this thing of communication. It's intimate. It's this thing that I like to do with somebody else. Or with other people, it is not something that I want to do to me, just me by myself and not like, like I want it, I want it to be an intimate experience with other humans. I don't like, like as many as possible as many at as the possible. same time. Yes. Ten. Um, as long as one of them is Sue. So. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it just seems odd to me that, that people would like opt for like, oh, I'd rather just. Um, well, I think that what you want from sex is maybe like what people want from like, yeah, sexual interaction. Yeah. But I know as far as myself, like sometimes I'm just fucking horny and, uh, you gotta work it out. Yeah. And I like watching porn. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think that that is actually still a taboo. It's becoming less taboo, but to, to openly say like, it's one of those things now, like everybody watches porn nobody talks about it oh yeah no Um, i'm even saying this now and i watch porn like i'm not denying it um i like it i it is a that is a a really good sexual experience for me like i enjoy it i and i think i i enjoy one you know obviously the bodies and and whatnot but i i enjoy that they are making a sexual experience for me to consume okay see i have not thought about it that way that's actually a good perspective to have on it because I have a hard time finding like porn that I like because I like what I consider wholesome porn what what is it <laughs> it's when like every party looks like they actually want to be there oh I and mean it's not just their job I don't I I like to watch like uh non-professional porn yeah like, amateur porn yes no, yeah. I, I agree I like that too but still like a certain subsect of it that just it just I just want everybody to be fully committed and if they're fully committed I'm into it so this is something that I feel like we can talk about I don't know if it's on your list um but some not necessarily intercourse 
things, kind of like porn, mm-hmm. uh, sexual things that that you enjoy. Yeah. Uh, outside of just intercourse. Outside of just intercourse. Like sexting or things yes. like that. Yes, um, I do like sexting, which is a thing that we all do. We all do this, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Okay. Things that are not. Well, wait. Are you saying like things that are not sexy? That no, no. Sexy things, like sexual things that just aren't like, like intercourse okay. or even like with another person in the room, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, sometimes having people watch is fun. Yeah. Uh, that's fun. I like to. Okay. Be- so when you say have people watch, you mean like in the room with you? Yeah. I mean, in the room, I mean like my partner. I oh, mean, like, okay. But like yeah. I would. Like, I've not, like, I would, I would maybe push that further given the right circumstances. But that, or like, I don't know. I like some stuff. Uh, okay. You answer the question, Doug. Okay, wait, you answer the question and then I will answer uh-huh. the question. Uh-huh. So it's I funny because how... we're seeing the weird taboo about talking about it in right. action right now. Well, I'm just, okay, well, what I'm thinking about are what are the consequences of me saying this and putting it on the internet? Um,. Sex positivity? I hope. Uh, listen, you you little bastards. Uh, this is a judgment-free zone. And so we're just going to talk about it and be okay with it. And if we really don't like it, you're not going to hear it because we'll have edited it out. <laughs> uh, so, so things that I like outside of just intercourse, um, I honestly don't love sexting okay i do and i don't uh i like anything that i'm doing that's turning somebody on yeah i really love uh however if anybody has sexted me and you're listening to this podcast i want you to know that it was all my b game i'm i'm probably watching an episode of the gilmore girls while i'm sexting you like it is not and I'm like, mm, fuck yeah. Oh, I love that. It's that's hopefully you're getting that in like a sexy voice when really like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm, damn. I like that a lot. Like, it's just I don't have the energy there. And I, I don't know why it's just that's fair. Um, other things I like. OK, if we're being really real, I also really love people watching me mm-hmm. and I don't just meet my partner. Um, and this is something that Bobby and I have communicated um, you know, and I think that if, if this is a route you're going down and you're in a, a relationship with somebody, you have to have communication before you do it. So it, there's no hurt feelings. Um, but I really like, there are some adult, uh, video chats online mm-hmm. that is like a random chat. Yeah. Uh, and it is for sexual purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. And and I like it because it, it one, it's a confidence boost, and two, I think it's very sexy for someone to watch me while I'm getting off. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that a lot. Um, and then honestly, I just like uh, and making out, I guess, is another one. Yeah, that's what, which we did talk about, yeah. Um, and I, I like... I like in-person dirty talk with strangers, if I'm going to be honest. Like at a gay bar or something. Like really? Just kind of like getting the talk hot and heavy. Okay, I would like that too, but I never like I would never know how to approach that or do that with somebody. Yeah, but I but you've also seen me at a gay bar and I I talk with my hips. <laughs> you just dance the whole time. I just time. dance, yeah, and I can get sexual like that way, but we don't we don't talk what happens. Okay. It's just we're there and we're moving and then we're moving together. I like that. I do like. Okay, mm-hmm. let's. Okay, okay. Actually, one of my things, and this isn't even like a thing that's. Some like not always even meant to be sexy, but it, I think it can be very sexy, and it really does turn me on. Dancing, like okay, up yeah. close and yeah, personal, same. not like just dumb grinding where you just like sway back and forth. No, I mean like really like intimate, like good dancing. Um, yeah, I don't really get that with men. It's just, (laughs) it's just like whenever they start dancing with you, they immediately want to grind. Yeah. And I'm like, neat. I cannot move now. 
Yeah, well, literally see, all my movement is is confined, and I yeah, don't. Yeah, like and you're it. just like moving like back and forth, and like that. See, I don't like that because you're confined, and then you're like, oh, this like just isn't as fun. Um, but if it's like really, because honestly, for me, if it's something where we are moving and we're in sync and like we're up and close and like like next to each other and like just man- dancing, I will f- literally forget that there are other people who exist at all, and like. I really enjoy that. Hmm. Okay. No, I like that too. Yeah. Um, oh, I've also uploaded some videos to Pornhub and that really is a very fun sexual thing for me. Yeah. Uh, just knowing that they've been watched. Tell me, tell me this with, with uploading videos because you have a lot of tattoos. I do not care if somebody recognizes you. You don't care if somebody uh, recognizes you? No, I, I don't care. Uh, because what are they going to say? I saw you on Pornhub. That's true. But what if what if you go in for a job interview and they don't tell you they recognize you, but you don't get the job, and that's why? I don't think that that's going to be an issue. You don't think so? No. I I mean, that's a real long shot. Uh, I think that, you know, do what makes you comfortable. Do what, do what turns you on. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's something that you want to do and you are afraid of these, like, little minute things that probably aren't going to happen then my advice is just get over it. Uh, if if it's something you truly want to do. If it's not something you don't... If it's not something you want to do... Then don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. yeah. But if you have little anxieties, you're saying get over it and get off? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Get over it and get off. Um, Hashtag 2020. Get over it and get off. Uh, my, big, my best video on there has like 2,500 views. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. I actually need to start monetizing that. <laughs> if people idea, are going to yes. get off on that i should also make money yes yes do you find money sexually appealing no but sort of yeah i would say no but it doesn't help or yeah. it does help yeah it can help yeah uh i like the idea of getting paid for something like sexual like it does not feel cheap to me okay uh, okay here's the thing cards on the table yeah i have also webcammed yes uh just a few times just to try it out because i thought like i i love people watching me i'm kind of an exhibitionist let's see how this goes and to be honest like the idea of making money off of it yeah that felt really good uh but for me personally and not speaking to anybody else like, I really felt dehumanized by it. Like, yeah. And I don't even care about people objectifying me, but I did not like strange men that I couldn't see telling me what they wanted me to do. Okay. Uh, which for some people, super hot. And as I say it, actually, huh, that sounds really hot. But something about the actual act of it. Uh, it didn't work. For it you. did not work for me. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. Um, and I think that the road that we're kind of going on now, which we, has been kind of long and meandering, and we're, we're going to edit this together so it makes, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but there's another word that surrounds the language of sex that we are using now, and it keeps getting like less and less intense, I guess, and that is kinky. Like what is like you're talking does, about? Does kinky even mean anything? Anymore? I don't think it. I don't think it means anything anymore because you're talking about like webcamming. We're talking about this. We're talking about that. None of these things seem kinky to me. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, kinky is an amorphous term, yeah. um, and it can. What is kinky to one is not kinky to another. Uh, you know, like. Um, if you're like, oh, I'm so kinky. I like getting choked during sex. Like for some people. They're like, yeah, that's very kinky. For other people, are like, who doesn't shut up? Uh, yes. But yeah, I think it's I think it's hard to determine what kinky is and what a kink actually is. Mm-hmm. But I think it's easy to say a kink is just something that you like during sex. Yeah, I would say like it's like a specific thing, like yeah. a specific act or a specific like yeah. object or thing or like way to be talked and to or something. Yeah, I think that like where we're very slowly starting to break off is like kink is just leather and BDSM. Like yeah, and it's not. It's like if you if there's something outside of the quote unquote normal sex act that you like, um, and I guess normal would be you know 
penetrative sex, oral hand stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, outside of that, I think that we could consider that a kink. Okay. So you're talking about like the bases. When, when you start adding bases, yeah. that can be a kink. Yeah. You know, it, even something using toys can be a kink. That's uh, true. Some people don't like that. Now you're not like a kink master now. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's fair to say that that's, that's a, a kink. I can, think. can we make a third podcast and it's called Kink Master Doug? Kink Master Doug. I, no, and I'm it's done. Just, it's just I'm terrible. I'm so done it's making just, podcasts. I can't. I don't have like, any more time. It's just a shitty live stream of you making horrible EDM beats. And that's it. <laughs> I think that that could be a very successful YouTube series. <laughs> Can I, but like, instead of hitting buttons, I just hit it with a dildo or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Yeah, because you're Kink don't, Master don't. Doug. And sometimes I'm cuffed with like furry handcuffs. Yes, exactly. Um. Well, okay, so did you want to talk anything specific about kinks? I kind of wanted to get into it, and you've already kind of, um, we've we've discussed it now. Oh, I have like, not scratched the surface of what I do that's kinky. Well, I, I was like, what does it even mean to be kinky? Like, if I, like, if somebody was like, oh, so-and-so is kinky like oh maddie is kinky what does that mean for me like going forward like looking into society like do we go into like the weird sex realms that exist of people who do like because you find your community people who like the same things you like right yeah Uh, i don't think like so i think the first thing is the connotation behind kinky are you saying it positively or are you saying it negatively if you're saying it negatively stop yeah uh don't kink shame um because as long as what they're doing is legal and consensual, mm-hmm. um, neato, like good yeah. on you, uh, you little freak. But positively, like, I don't know, because like I said, kinky is so amorphous. I, I almost want to say that it doesn't exist. You know, it's yeah. just you like different things than what another person likes. One of you is going to be seen kinky and one of you is going to seem vanilla. I guess that's true. But also if you look into some like studies about sex and sexuality and okay really quick topic i want all of the scientists who listen to this podcast because there are there are so many um sexuality is so understudied how many scientists are listening right now all of them okay yes all (laughs) of the scientists sexuality is so understudied and especially like like queer sexualities or um just anybody who isn't just a cis male, there is absolutely no data comparatively yeah. about them. So it's like, it's hard to quantify some of these things or even have knowledge about them when we just don't have enough data points within the set to mm-hmm. to make a, any kind of a judgment to say like – but the, all of that being said – from the data that we do have and some of the studies that I have read, it seems like most kinks, like most things that people are into fall into like a couple of categories and they're like power, like BDSM is about power. It's about play. It's about, you know, dominance, all of those things like novelty, mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. in different places, being watched by strangers. Um, and then another one. Well, I think a lot of, when you think of the kink community and you're thinking of bondage and, and BDSM, yeah, uh, it is more about trust uh, than anything else. Uh, because you are giving somebody power over you, you're taking power, yes, and there is an implicit trust in that between uh, all you know consenting party members, right? That you are going to give them a good time, but you're also going to take care and be safe, right? And see, that's and that's one of the things that I do find very interesting. Because it's like I, I very much enjoy a lot of bondage. Um, and I am also somebody who likes the intimacy that comes with sex and all of the surrounding things, whether it even just be kissing or dancing, like I was saying, mm-hmm. um, is that it turns into like this very like like specific kind of moment between however many parties, you know? Yeah, I... Uh... Said that really loud. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, Time up, kink master dog! <laughs> I, I too, love bondage play. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, as far as... Uh, I have this reputation in some circles mm-hmm. uh, as being super kinky. Okay. But that's a well-crafted lie. Uh, ha! Because the truth is, 
I am up for just about any kink if somebody wants to do it. Like, if somebody is really into something, more than likely, uh, you know, I am down uh, to to do it because that's something that they want, something that they like. Let's, yeah, let's make it happen, Captain. Mm-hmm. Um, however, left to my own devices, my favorite things are a lot of the more vanilla things. Mm-hmm. That being said, tie me the fuck up. Like, <laughs> I love it. Please tie me up. Uh, we got under the bed straps here recently. Mm-hmm. Great purchase. Absolutely great purchase. Uh, and then we just tuck them away when we're done, too, under the bed. Yeah. So uh, it's really funny. One of uh, mine and Bobby's friends texted me uh, yesterday asking how my birthday stuff went. And I was like, oh, it went well. And he's like, so what sexy, kinky things did you and Bobby do to celebrate? <laughs> and I was like, well, it was pretty vanilla, actually. It was not that bad. And he's, he's like, well, vanilla for you is really kinky for other people. And I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah. I was blindfolded and strapped under the, strapped with the under-the-bed straps. And he's like, yeah, see. Yeah, I guess. Well, see, I guess I'm just like so filtered by my own experience. I'm listening to this and I'm like, that's not kinky. That's like a day in the life. Like, I, I do that. I get that. Every day? Every day. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm killing it. 365. It's, it's no wonder you're tired all the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take a break. Um, well, that's the other thing, too, because we could, we could even talk about sex itself being kind of amorphous and, like, me asking this question at the beginning and, like, us trying to talk about it and we're just, like, floundering trying to get a piece at it. Yeah. Because it, it's not real. Like, it doesn't exist. Sex isn't it's, real. It's just something that we have taken and we use it to communicate. We use it to talk about other people. We use it to talk to other people. We use it to relate to one another. We use it to feel intimate and loved. And like, we use it for so many different things Mm -hmm. that are sometimes not even sexual. It's not real. You know what? Uh, I just had a thought, you know, we're talking about before we started recording yeah. If we wanted to break this into two episodes or not. I think it would be really fun if we did another episode solely on kink. Okay. Because that is just, just a whole... Yeah. It's, it's a whole other topic. Uh, and I think that there's so much depth to it that it would yeah. be fun to, to go deep dive into kink. We, we can. And we'll make, we can make lists. Of, and in that one, we'll probably get more into like the physicalities of it. Like describing mm-hmm. Ooh, whatever it we is. We should also video record that one. I can bring up my toys. <laughs> just kidding. But I think uh, also to go back, um, the answer to the unanswerable question, what is sex? What is kink? Is it is whatever you want it to be. That's true. And it is not whatever you don't want it to be. Correct. Like for some people, sex is strictly, uh, you know, insert of other people it don't even like insertion at all and mm-hmm. that's totally fine and valid too and whatever you do for sex is sex yeah uh, if you're getting off together it's sex i think that that's really what sparked the question for me to ask it in the first place is because i've done so much exploring and like sex to me is i learned like sex can be whatever i want it to be and mm-hmm. i can say that was sex and it's like there isn't any one thing that makes it it's just whatever happens happens that that you that you enjoy and that whoever you're with enjoys and that it's you know i think the more experience i get which was a really nice way of saying the older i get (laughs) uh i start to have a much broader definition of sex yeah um and honestly you know we've already gotten super vivid so if it's just me and, and my partner jacking off together, yeah. like that's a sex experience. That's that's yeah. sex. It, it's very tame, uh, but also that's we yeah. got off together. I consider it sex. Okay, and see, I feel like that's where these articles in the Atlantic. Maybe that's where they're off. Like, are we? Like, I I wouldn't ar- I wouldn't argue with millennials don't necessarily have the same intimacy with other people, and we don't have the same amount of physical contact. But there, but sex is also changing because we're talking about it because we're doing different things. Because if like you're I'm very intimate with a lot of people, actually, and <laughs> yes. not not even twenty four hundred of them exactly. Well, I'm I'm just very intimate with my friends. I'm very touchy with yeah with them, not sexually most of them. Yes, 
yes. a, a couple of them. I and I would say that I am too. Like it's it's actually really important to me that that be in a relationship of mine. Like if it's going to be like a committed relationship, whether that be friendship or otherwise, it should be an intimate one, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think that yeah, sex is what you make it. Yeah. Um, and I think that this article in the Atlantic. I just don't. I don't know what they're defining as sex. That's the thing is that I don't think that they ever do in here actually define it. And that's the thing that we're getting to is that you you can't anyway. But I think that it is changing because now we have with globalization, you're meeting people all over the world. And if you are talking to somebody like over the phone, and like you said, like both of you are like jacking off or doing something, two people get off. Is that sex? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I well, and it goes back to: Do you think it's sex? Do you think what you're doing is sex? Yeah. Uh, Does your partner think what you're doing is sex? Um, Then yeah, you did it. You did the sex. You did it. Yeah. You won sex. I feel like sex education classes are just going to get longer and Mm -hmm. longer and Mm -hmm. longer. Mm -hmm. And option C is. Well, I hope that they do. Yes. You know, I God, I had abstinence-only sex education. Um, I had. Not even sex education. They said like it was sex, more sex positive than abstinence only, but we never actually talked about the mechanics of sex. And then we watched somebody give birth. Oh. I'm still confused. Okay. Yeah, but I think even in, in more progressive schools than mine, uh, <laughs> where my biology teacher refused to teach the chapter on evolution. Oh, God. Uh, the sex education is still very heteronormative and it's still just P and V, you know. Yes. And explaining how to do that is great. But you should also explain to kids how to do oral, how to do anal. If they're going to do it... They need to know. They need to know. Because yeah. it's it's we know for a fact it's dangerous to not know. Speaking of sex education. Yes. Uh, did you know Janelle Monet has a sexual education series on Netflix? Yes, I watched it. God, she's so hot. She's so hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they're in that it's in that documentary, if you um, go and check it out, it's really well done because they talk about, like from attraction all the way through um where they did talk about like the three categories of like what sexual pleasures like people like usually have yeah it made me feel very unspecial <laughs> um also just one quick thing we talked a little bit about kinks you know we're probably gonna have a kink episode coming up in the future mm-hmm. uh but if you are trying to figure out what kinky things to do with your your partner your significant other uh, but you're just not sure because it's kind of scary to be like, hey, do you want to try this? Is that weird? Do you hate me now? Are yeah. you leaving? Yeah. Uh, there's an excellent quiz uh, on a website called weshouldtryit.com where you and your partner both take the same quiz separately. Uh, and it goes through literally any kink that could ever be thought of. Like, I, I there were things that I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Or, like, people do that, uh, and you just rate it, and then you're about from, like, would very much do it, would not do it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then your partner does the same thing, and then it just shows ones that you're both into, which is nice, because if, it, if there's something that you're into that didn't show up on your partners, you don't have to have that awkward conversation, like, should we do it? It just shows things that you both uh, match on. So yeah. if you want to insert a little bit more flair. fun and flavor yeah, yeah, into your sex life, we should try it.com. We should try it.com. Please give us money. Uh, yeah. After we just gave you your free promo, please give us money. Yeah. Seriously. That was a good promo. I would go to it now. Yeah. yeah. But I think that I think that that's kind of where we have to end it because this big overarching question of like what is it for because it can't just be for making babies it's just it's so big and complex and complicated there isn't an answer sex is for whatever you want it to be for sex is whatever you want it to be i think the only two rules you need to apply in sex is uh have consent yes and that is explicit consent. Yes, that's like an active from yes. Uh, you know, not a minor because minors can't consent. Correct. Um, unless you're both minors, I guess. Then be smart. Uh, don't listen to our podcast, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so have consent mm-hmm. and don't break the law. 
Uh, Please know that if you do public play and you get caught, you are a sex offender. Yep. So just keep that in mind. That's my PSA about public play. Public service <laughs> announcement. It, take it from Kinkmaster Doug. Kinkmaster Doug. <laughs> we, signing off. We gotta, we gotta go. For another we, sultry evening of smooth jazz and hot sex. Oh, no, no. Hold on. I want to do it over. Okay. For another sultry evening of smooth jazz and rough sex. This has been Branch Podcast, and we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.